Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. This is the John Oakley Show podcast. Well, here we go, hour two on just one of those days. Not uncommon in January here in Canada, but still, uh, everybody seems to get flummoxed by the conditions on the roads. Now, some of that may be due to, of course, the drivers, individual drivers, uh, having difficulty negotiating things, and the other part of it may be that the roads are not maintained to your satisfaction. But extreme caution is being urged, accidents coming in fast and furious. The 501 Queen Street car, uh, no service between Dufferin and the Humber Loop due to a collision. Uh, Also, as Danny mentioned moments ago, no service on Line 3, the Scarborough RT, due to weather conditions. Shuttle buses, they have uh, seconded 17 of these things, I guess, uh, put them into active duty. Uh, And uh, a count of cancellations at Pearson from 1 o'clock today until midnight. Uh, These are the numbers just within the last half hour. Arrivals, 181 cancellations. Departures, 184 cancellations. This doesn't include delays which can easily add a couple hundred more. So you want to call, find out, or go online and find out. Uh, All campuses uh, are going to uh, shut out varsity campus recreation and fitness activities as of 6 p.m. Community rec programs canceled as well. Toronto Catholic District School Board, due to the inclement weather conditions, all permits canceled this evening. So, you know, if you've got time reserved to play basketball, floor hockey, whatever the deal is, that's off. Uh, and for more information, you've just got to go, I guess, and uh, check their websites. But that's the situation here uh, on the ground in these schools and what have you, and uh, people trying to make their way home and hopefully get there before an ungodly hour. But if you're <laughs> commuting, let's say, uh, to Burlington or Milton, God bless you uh, and good luck, because uh, as we know from times past, including last year, there was a situation very similar to this, It was taking three, four hours. Hopefully you're not caught in that mess. It can be very frustrating. And uh, so that all being said, you know, on the matter of uh, vehicles that may be not really uh, worthy, roadworthy at this time, I did want to actually include this as a sort of topic for uh, discussion. The topics worthy of discussion panel is standing by, or at least one of the members, Mike Van Solen, has made his way in. God bless him. one out of the J- Adrian Batras here too as well. Okay, Kim Wright still, still awaiting her arrival, and then we'll get to it shortly. But that's just amazing. These people have braved the conditions to come in on a Monday afternoon. But John Carmichael is with us on the line right now. Uh, he's the CEO of the Ontario Motor Vehicle Industry Council and uh, a former member of Parliament under the Conservative banner uh, on matters dealing with automotive. John, you're my go-to guy. How are things this afternoon? Well, it's uh, it's ugly out there, John, but I'm sitting in my office. I'm not ready to go home yet. I may be spending the night. I don't know how that's going to turn out. <laughs> Unless <laughs> you... you said, God bless people going to Burlington. I'm not going that far. You're not. Uh, and anybody who's even thinking of doing it right now should probably give it a rethink. Hey, listen, you know, in Quebec, they have mandatory snow tires. In the winter, you got to put snow tires on your vehicle. Do you think Ontario's missing something by not doing the same? I really do. I... You look out uh, today and you were talking about 
the flood of accidents coming in, I wonder how many of them are just driving on all season tires and don't have, you know, the appropriate tires to drive in these types of conditions. And I think, you know, simply uh, we're in the middle of winter and as much as we might all thumb our nose at this weather, uh, the reality, this is Canada and uh, you've got to be prepared for this. So I, I think there's something to having snow tires. I, I wear, I have uh, a four wheel drive car and, uh, and I have snows on my car. I wouldn't go out without them. Well, that's interesting. Four-wheel drive. Uh, because all-wheel. 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 Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I don't flip a switch. It's, it's all-wheel, John. Okay. Well, no, you, you see, I, I, if you've got a four-wheeled car, uh, all-wheel is four-wheel. Well, it is, but I thought you were going to get into semantics there. I didn't want to get in trouble. I think we just did. Uh, I think so. So, because a lot of people surmise you're pretty good with all-wheel drive, and therefore you don't need snows. And in normal circumstances, I I probably, when I was in the dealership business, I didn't switch over to snows. I I trusted the all-wheel drive and, and, uh, you know, new cars as a demonstrator-type vehicle to get me where I needed to go, but... Let's face it, uh, you know, you, you drive 20,000 kilometers a year, you're going to wear your tires down enough that I think you need a bit of extra reinforcement, and, and snow tires give you that extra protection and ability to get around. What about putting it in low gear? Does that help? I've never tried that. Oh. I'd be afraid of what might happen. <laughs> oh, the ejection seat would go off. Uh, <laughs> it's big trouble for me. So uh, front, wheel, uh, front wheel or rear wheel drive is kind of counterproductive in this these uh, kinds of conditions. No, I, I would say front wheel, you're, you're going to get around. A rear wheel, you're going nowhere. And uh, all wheel, you're, you're going to get around. But uh, I think in, in planning for uh, this type of weather, uh, I just don't have the faith that all-wheel uh, or all-season tires, unless they're you know relatively unworn, are going to do the job. But uh, that's just me. So I, I throw on the snows, and, and I have no problem getting around. And why are you okay with front wheel? Because it's pulling the car. Yeah, front wheel's got a lot of weight in the front end, and, uh, and it you know with an all-season tire, it will do the job for the most part. Uh, all-wheel, obviously, today is the... Is the um, is the most conventional or, or available uh, surety that you're going to get to where you're going? And I, I'm just saying, if you're driving a car that's two or three years old, four years old, and you've been driving on all-season tires, I think you've got a problem in some of those car calls that are coming into your station on accidents and uh, dealing with this weather or just just handling the roads uh, is a function that they just don't have the um, the traction they need to get the job done. Well, that's, you know, and I've seen this already uh, earlier, I guess, on the weekend because we had that first blast of the winter weather and some people, you know, skidding through intersections becomes very harrowing, especially if you've got people who think, well, I've got it green now, I can cross, it says walk, and there's a guy still barreling through, thought he'd put the brakes on about 50 yards back and the car's not stopping. Yeah, that's not a good situation. <laughs> I know. I know. I witnessed it firsthand. I was a witness to yeah. history. Uh, well, all right. And so, Were you driving? No, I was not the one in the car, by the way. I, I just wondered if you were admitting to it. I, uh, okay. No, you know what? I, I exercise extreme caution because it's not just that I think that uh, smart. I don't yeah. want to fishtail all over the place, but uh, you can't anticipate what somebody else's ineptitude might be all about. And some people no, are just... I agree with you. Yeah, you, you've always got to be watching out for the other guy today. It's uh, It doesn't matter. Even in good weather, you've got to be so careful. 
Yeah, and then you've got people who are anxious to get home. And, uh, you know, I was talking to somebody uh, who had called in just before the 5 o'clock news and, you know, saying that some of these trucks that tailgate or people, you know, drivers that are so secure, even in these conditions, I guess maybe they have the snows on and they've got the all-wheel drive, uh, but still that doesn't give them license to go there and clip along like the road conditions are dry and clear. Uh, not in this weather. No, Absolutely no, not. You want to be, right. Yeah, anything can pop up to surprise you. Again, John Carmichael's on the line with us, the CEO and interim registrar of the Ontario Motor Vehicle Industry Council. By the way, uh, John was also involved in uh, the automotive business for years at a dealership level. And this is where it gets interesting because Jerry Diaz, uh, our friend who's with Unifor, heads the union, is going on this fatwa against General Motors because they're they're quitting Oshawa, as we know. 2019, this year, is the last year for them there. They're uh, not going to change their minds by all accounts. They even met with the Premier last week as well as Diaz at the big Detroit Auto Show. And... Uh, there's nothing there. So Diaz thinks that, you know, if he can get people, Canadians on board, boycotting cars made by GM in Mexico, which he claims are about 600,000 units, the VP of GM Canada told me it's actually 35,000, quite a disparity there. But do you think that this one is a case of the ships already sailed and Jerry Diaz's fatwa against General Motors is really in vain? Yeah, I think it's counterproductive. I do agree with you. The ship has sailed. Um, you know, my background uh, historically with General Motors would tell you that it, it was a sad day when they announced the end of manufacturing uh, facilities in Oshawa. Uh, my family go back a long way to those days, and I, I felt very badly for uh, for the people of Oshawa and for, for General Motors to see us at this place. But, yeah, the ship has sailed, and I think... Um, I think I think Jerry is uh, he's got a job to do for his employees, for his members, but I think he's uh, I think he's um, barking up the wrong tree. He's not going to move this uh, this ship at all. It's it's done. Well, when he positions it though that General Motors is betraying the Canadian taxpayer who bailed them out in those troubled times around the meltdown of uh, 08-09, uh, are they being diso- disloyal? You know what? In, in 08-09, we faced unprecedented financial pressure, and um, uh, I remember it well because I was in the retail business and uh, very concerned that if we lost our manufacturer uh, and the number of, of uh, empl- uh, dealership employees combined with manufacturing, combined with the parts suppliers, was a staggering number of Canadians. Uh, but let's not forget that Canada got into uh, got into the, the rescue of General Motors and Chrysler uh, because the U.S. had already moved down that path. And we, we did a, a, what I consider to be a bit of a tag-along. Uh, there was not much choice to getting involved to ensure that we kept the companies afloat. But General Motors came back uh, in force and reinvested in this country, reinvested in Oshawa, and uh, while it's disappointing and sad to see, uh, I don't know. I, I don't know how you walk away from the 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 uh, incredible investment that they've made in Oshawa over these past well ten years now. And uh, I, 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 but it's a sad day, and um, and I don't think you're going to stop the ball from rolling down that hill. Well, John, do you think the plant could be repurposed? I mean, some people are trying to entice Tesla to come there. I don't know if that's just fanciful talk or any other product line, uh, maybe, I don't know, what do you hear, what do you know? Do you think it could be repurposed, though? Um, the, the plants are current. There's no doubt about that. They've been reinvested in and, um, and, and 
the technology and the facilities are certainly uh, current to be building the cars that they are building today. But um, certainly not Tesla. I don't think they've got the resources to step in and do anything. They'd have to reconfigure the entire manufacturing process just to meet their needs. But uh, possibly, uh, you know, could a Magna or could some of the um, uh, another uh, manufacturer step in? I don't know why they would. When you look at Ford moving to all trucks away from cars, we're seeing significant shift in consumer demand for vehicles. Uh, SUVs and pickups are the order of the day. And uh, <clears throat> I think we're, we're going to be manufacturing more efficiently from fewer facilities. I don't believe that GM is moving product to Mexico. I think it's all going to the U.S. Uh, and Canada is going to remain a hub for technology and research and development. Uh, we've seen numbers that they've produced that they're going to be here doing that type of work that's going to employ uh, thousands of Canadians uh, in Toronto, in Markham, in uh, Oshawa, and other parts of uh, Ontario. So I, I think we've become more of a high-tech um, uh, facility or, or environment, rather, uh, than, uh, than a manufacturing environment. Sad as it is, I think uh, our day is done on uh, General Motors and manufacturing. All right, but not at the dealership level. No, dealerships are going to continue. And incidentally, if you remember back to 08-09, part of General Motors' rescue plan or their their uh, their uh, uh, strategy in, in recovering and creating a, a new and better General Motors was to shut 250 General Motors dealers across Canada. And I don't remember Mr. Diaz or anybody from the CAW or Unifor uh, stepping up to support those dealers who lost everything they had, many who lost everything they had, and employees who were forced to uh, go out into the work world to find other employment, whether they were technicians, office workers. Hopefully, the dealers repurposed themselves and uh, and found other franchises, and many did. And so jobs were saved. But there was a lot of heartache that went on in those days, and a lot of people uh, found themselves on employment lines. All right. Uh, John, great to get a snapshot of where the industry's at, as well as uh, what works on the roads in times like today, uh, where the snow is coming down and uh, maybe the conditions are less than apt. Always appreciate your input. Talk again real soon. Thanks so much. Bye-bye. You got it. John Carmichael again with the Ontario Motor Vehicle Industry Council and former Conservative Member of Parliament. The Conservatives would do well in the province if a vote were to be held today, uh, but Doug Ford is underperforming his own party, according to the recent pullout from Main Street Research. We'll put that to our panel. They're upcoming. Topics worthy of discussion for Pizzaville, pound 3636. Next on The Oakley Show, Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.